1: God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing.
2: This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. Slider for the lead and the win. He's back to Cookman
1: Drag Race right to the line. Who got it? Give it to Rico.
2: With your host. NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right, I got black yeah, out there. Yeah, oh, that yeah. stupid ass yeah. flagman. They got a dumb ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food.
1: Yeah, yeah. look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cooked perfect.
2: Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food.
1: When you're talking a, a meal, like before well, I'm die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken. It's Heavy Lunch,
2: Tyler Burnett.
1: We are back on the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. It is episode 39. Last week, we had Ryan Timms. The week before that, we had Tyler Courtney on 37, Kyle Hamilton, Robert Palu, and it has been a who's who uh, sprint car racing, silver car racing, midget racing on the Loud Pedal Podcast, and we continue this week, D. Welch, with two-time winner, this past week with the flow racing all-stars his first victories with the flow racing all-stars bill Baylog winning in the state of wisconsin his state of wisconsin at both plymouth and one of my favorite race tracks, angel park speedway did you watch this past week it was pretty big
2: i just saw the highlights but yeah it's uh i loved the victory lane uh the first night the first night at plymouth um just you know obviously he's uh he's kind of wisconsin's uh adopted son you know being originally from alaska but uh he's a wisconsin guy now as much success as he's had there and um uh they were in a tizzy to say the least when he uh when he won so that was i i love i love victory lanes like that where the fans are uh you know they care and you can tell they care so that was cool
1: there was a semi horn or something at plymouth like and and the producer for the All says I believe it was Kane that did this race. Um, tremendous use of Nat Sound, you know, you know, piping up the the Nat Sound audio, as like we like to say in the radio business, like, um, you know, Eli Gold used to be like, pipe up the Nat Sound as loud as possible, even though even though like, Eli, we're broadcasting a max Nat Sound, right? But we don't have to pipe it to your ears, like you don't have to hear it in your ears, right? D Welch, do you do you want to hear Nat Sound all the time? I mean, I, I don't know. It like, depends on the
2: situation, I guess. I guess, it, I guess but, it
1: depends on the style you want to broadcast.
2: Yeah, I mean, but in instances in instances like that, I mean, when you're when you're announcing, you probably don't want to hear it. But as a fan watching a broadcast, I think you know, in a situation like that in Victory Lane, you know, it's it's like the Indy Five Hundred. You know, the Victory Lane celebration was just all pretty much NAT sound, and it was amazing because you could hear everything. You could hear what the you know guys were saying when they were coming up to Elio to congratulate him, and you know all you can hear the fans going crazy and that's makes for great, you know, great television.
1: Incredible. Let it breathe. Let everything breathe. I mean, doc Emmerich is about the same, the best to ever do it. I think, uh, you know, with, with hockey, just, you know, when something happens, you know, a goal score or whatever, the horn, the fans, uh, you know, the players screaming, like just don't say anything. You don't have to say anything. Um, yep. And, and that's, that's exactly what that moment was with Bill Baylog and Blake Anderson. And those guys did a tremendous job of piping up that nat sound blasting the semi horns that were coming from behind the i mean that place was rocking because bill Baylog won there and and you know he's won an outlaw race before d welch he never won an all-star race he's and, and he'll mention in our interview he has less all-star starts probably than wisconsin you know than outlaw starts because every time the outlaws came through wisconsin he ran with them um but he did have a victory with the outlaws in wisconsin but now he has two with the all-stars big huge week for him at plymouth and angel park
2: yeah. And, um, you know, obviously he's, he's a full-time all-star now. So, uh, you know, not only was it cool for him to, you know, win a couple of races on his home turf, but those are, you know, obviously big for, uh, the long-term points, points chase as well. So, um, you know, all the more important to, to capitalize on those kind of races where, you know, the racetrack and you got a lot of laps on the racetrack, which he obviously does at both those places. So, um, was, was a valuable couple of, of races
1: for him let's get into our Sun Dollar restoration hat shakes of the week brought to you by sundollar restoration sundollar.net is where you can find kim and jason and their general contractors based in indianapolis actually excuse me they're based in carmel indiana but they serve the greater indianapolis area and they can fix anything basically on your house water uh damage mold damage fire damage storm damage um sign on the dotted line They'll get with your insurance company. You won't have to pay anything. The insurance company will. Sun dollar restoration, our friends who support Zeb Wise and support you, D Welch, um, and you know, a few others, uh, Christian Bruno and and Canon Posey, um, Jason and Kim. Great people, fun people. Like to go over to their house and uh play virtual reality games and uh, you know, mess around, have some fun. So thank you for being a supporter of the Loud Pedal Podcast. Uh, let's go. So, all stars bill Baylog won those two victories but sunshine continues to rule the welch um right now probably one of the greatest sprit cars on the planet
2: yeah i uh i would not disagree with that i think you know he's he's made about as good of a transition from the non-wing to the wing side um as anybody you know i mean i i think uh i think we all expected you know just kind of seeing how they performed last year um you know, I think we expected him to, to win a few races, but uh, he's obviously, a, uh, you know, the, I think the favorite to win the championship at this point, um, you know, as good as they've been, you know, throughout the summer months. So obviously well, a lot of things can change between now and then it's only, you know, June, but uh, they sure are rolling. And uh, by the way, Ty, Jason, I have my little post-it note to remind me here. Jason wanted me to let you know that he went around you this weekend for uh, his hat shake nomination and texted it to me and it is sunshine so uh j- just wanted you to be aware of that
1: yeah he's mad at me for something uh, we'll, we'll maybe get in, maybe get into that a little bit later probably not though <laughs> you know what he wants me to do i was producing this at his house right this podcast one of the weeks and he's like just take that sun dollar logo and move it over dylan's forehead and make it like massive on his forehead <laughs> And I was like, I was like, okay, I'll do it for this next show. So let's do that right now. So (laughs) move it over there. I don't even know how to do it. Where's my hand? Okay. Let's move. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jason, (laughs) there you go. There you go. (laughs) You had to do it. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, they're, they're fun. But, um, okay. So sunshine's his pick. So I'm I'm trying to get to the winner's list here. Uh, Surprisingly, no. So if you guys want to check out TJ slideways.com, it's one of my favorite websites. Um, In sprint car racing, TJ Slideways is based up here in Michigan near me, and he's tremendous. The only reason I'm promoting him is because I usually go to his winner's list every week. So that's what I'm going to do. Houston Speedway, uh, Parker Price Miller won um, with NOSA. Kyle Larson won at Lawrenceburg. I'm looking at uh, that's Monday 31st. So Larson Larson continues to win. Um, uh, He hasn't stopped winning. Lance DeWeese won to Port Royal. We've already done all those races, so I guess I'm a little bit behind here. Maybe I clicked on the wrong one. June 6th, Bill Baylong. Blake Hahn won the ASCS Sooner Region Series. Danny Smith won a Wing 305 Sprint Car Series. We cover mostly 360s and 410s. Bradley Howard won at Tri-City Raceway Park. Congratulations. And Kyle Cummins won the USAC National Midget Series, his first Tri-State Speedway victory in the Midgets. But he, of course, won the Sprint Car Race because um, death taxes and Kyle Cummins winning a Sprint Car Race at Tri-State. So... Who else won during Indiana Midget Week, Dylan Welch? It's been a big week for USAC, and we saw Tima's win a, 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 a banger at Paragon International. Um, and who else has won? Buddy Kofoid, who else?
2: Yeah, Buddy won Bloomington. Uh, CV Logan CV won uh, at Lawrenceburg in the midget and the sprint car, I think. Um, he's running the Baldwin car. So that was, uh, I think, his first midget win since, like, 2019. Um, so that was good for him to get back in victory lane with Jerome Rodella and, and Tom Malloy. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on who won the sprint car race at Bloomington, but, um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a great week, obviously. And and recording this on Tuesday and they've got, uh, the second half of the week, uh, coming up tomorrow, starting Wednesday. Um, you know, so they run Circle City and, and Putnamville, um, where else do they run them? Kokomo at some point one. And then I think one other track in there too, that I'm, I'm forgetting. So, um, gas city maybe. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's the biggest midget week, uh, ever. And, uh, we're only halfway through. So, you know, it kind of has a sprint week vibe to it, you know, where they get the, the couple nights off and, uh, and then go at it for the, the second half of the week. So, um, a lot of fun. And, you know, it looks like crowds have been great. It's been some been great racing so far and, um, excited to, to catch the rest of it on flow this week.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of Indiana midget week. It's, it's my favorite week. Arguably Indiana sprint week is just, is just something incredible, a sight to see, but, um, you know, midget week is, is just as good in my opinion, because not only do you get the national midgets, which are my favorite race car on planet. Um, but you also get an Indiana sprint car show, uh, every night. So, and, and I found the list here, but first, I found the list of winners. Sorry, I had to scroll down a little bit here. Um, But first, I will say there is a bounty out on Robert Bell, who has now won his third sprint car race of the year. Um, His third in his career, and he's been trying to win for 30 years. Um, He won his third at the Southern Iowa Speedway in Oskaloosa, Iowa. That is a joke about the bounty. There is no bounty. However, um, I do think that they should start pumping his motor or, you know, seeing how much money he's got in that car because – he's doing something illegal, right? I mean, Hey, is it one in 30, is it one in 30 years. They always say that the first one, once you get
2: the first one, they all start to come easier after that. He's, he's proof <laughs> of that. Look at him go.
1: I mean, they should have pumped his motor after his heat win in the chili bowl. Uh, but now, I mean, he's won three straight, like something's illegal in that sprint car. There's no question about that. I think he's just, just getting it figured out. I'm sorry. I'm trying to fix my blinds here.
2: So I'm not so blown out.
1: I'm just joking. Uh, you guys know, you guys all know that I'm joking about that, right? I mean, Robert Bell has probably the oldest sprint car on planet earth, um, running right now in any series. Someone could present any information they have. If they have an older sprint car right now than Robert Bell, or if they have a better motor than Robert Bell and they're, you know, let's just say Robert Bell does not have the equipment to win races and he's winning races right now. So congratulations to the Colfax comment. All right. Um, All-star circuit of champions, uh, sunshine won again at Fairbury uh, AJ Hopkins went at pair again in the sprint cars team as one in the midgets at Paragon. Uh, let's see four ten sprint cars at Attica. Uh, tell me the story. D Welch. Why did you miss that race?
2: Well, we, uh, and I'm, I'm bummed about this because it was obviously a great race um, but we, Byron Reed, Byron Reed's one
1: of my heroes, by the way.
2: Yeah. He's uh he's a legend. So we were, yeah. we were going to go, we flew to Cleveland for, in Ohio and we had to wait at the airport for another one of the MRN guys and his flight got delayed. And so by the time we got him from the airport and got to the hotel, and then we we're going to have to turn around and drive 45 minutes to Attica, it was going to be like eight o'clock. And so we just kind of. Called an audible and went to B Dub's and drank some beer instead. So, but I've never been to Attica. Have, so I was actually, I'm actually bummed that I couldn't go.
1: You've never been to Attica?
2: No, I've the only. I think the only Ohio track I've ever been to is Eldora.
1: Should come up to Ohio Sprint Week. We're gonna hang out at the old lake house and drink some drink some beers on rainy days. If it rains, yep, out.
2: that'd be. Yep, that sounds like a good plan.
1: <laughs> Too bad it's this weekend. Yeah, (laughs) which you're probably like, I got to work or I don't want to come up there. No, I'm off this weekend actually. What?
2: Yeah. Should I drive up and bring Janet? Hannah's gone
1: too. Yes. Yes. I'll bring, I'll bring my pup. Well, I don't want to bring my pups. We can bring Janet. Sure.
2: I'd have to figure out, I'd have to figure out something to do with her. It'd probably be easier if I just brought her.
1: Just give her to Chris and Maggie or whatever.
2: Yeah, that's true. I could do that.
1: All right. Yeah, so come up let's go let's do this let's, let's run ohio sprint week here and, and you can help me uh produce so we'll just get into that right now if you want so i'm going to be producing a um the second and third edition of the chasing the challenge uh claus and marshall edition the 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 tyler courtney claus and marshall uh diary will be produced during ohio sprint week so the first two days will be episode two The end of Sprint Weeks will be episode three, so I'll be there producing that, helping produce that. We'll also have a contractor there shooting some stuff for some more all-access stuff. And I will be doing some live interviews and stuff like that. If D. Welch comes, hopefully he does. He will be helping me with some of those live interviews that we will get via cell phone. Most likely just holding it up in front of people's cell phones, face, you know, in front of their faces, so that way we can drink beer behind the camera. You know, that's that's pretty much the easiest way to do it. Um, Let's see. Byron Reed won uh, a barn burner at Attica. Bloomington Speedway, Canon McIntosh got his first oh, that's right. sprint car yeah. win of his career. Congratulations to Canon McIntosh. That might be my hat shake. I don't know. My Sun Dollar Restoration hat shake of the week. Buddy Kofoid with the National Midgets at Bloomington. Um, Let's see. Let's keep going here. 410 Sprint Car, Scotty Weir, Stomp and Steer. One at Gas City. Congratulations to Scotty Weir uh let's see jack dover won a wing 360 race at i80 ascs sooner brandon anderson along with blake hahn i mentioned that already ayrton jennettin won uh, a moa race at lee county speedway congratulations to him hot rod henning won at molar raceway um i saw dude meridian speedway d welch this is this is uh, hits a little home here for you ryan newman the 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 uh, what is it the the rushville rocket ryan newman Won a non-wing that's Tony, that's Tony sprint. Stewart.
2: <laughs> Wrong, part Wrong part
1: of <laughs> the Wrong part of the state. The boilermaker. The boilermaker, Ryan Newman, won a non-wing straight sprint car race at Meridian Speedway. Now I don't think it's the correct Ryan Newman. I was gonna say it's surely it's a different Ryan Newman. I'm pretty sure on that day, Ryan Newman was not in a sprint car at Meridian Speedway in Meridian, Ohio. But that was on flow. If you want to check out the highlights, check that out. Um, tremendous, tremendous race at the Meridian Speedway in the crate the sprint cars. We keep rolling down the list here. Wyatt Burks won at US, USCS, uh, you know, US 36 Raceway. Steven Dravicki won an East Coast sprint car race at Williams Grove. He's had a really good year. Uh, Tyler Courtney, again, winning at Wilmot, his third race, third All-Star or fourth? I don't even know at this point. Is it five? I think it's four. I don't know if he's going to lose ever again. Um, let's see. Even though he won, he lost to Bill Baylong a couple times. Wesley Smith won a wingless race. USAC Midwest race. Dustin Daggett won with uh, the Great Lakes Sprint Series. Dustin Daggett. Dustin Adam. <laughs> Do you know Dustin Daggett?
0: <laughs> no, I Good don't. Good race
1: car driver. Good race car driver. He's from Ohio. Or from... Michigan, Ohio. Cool Macedo, congratulations. He won at Fremont Speedway. And, and that brings up a story that I'm getting ready to post an article that I want to mention for my hat shake of the week. Are you ready for your hat shakes, D-Welch? I think I've seen he won a sprint car rate, midget race. I think he doubled up. Uh, Lawrenceburg, uh, Lincoln Park Speedway, Jaden Rogers won. Congratulations. Buck Walter, bright one. Ricky Lewis won. Bill Baylog, of course, he's he's a badass. So he, he won. Tanner Holmes won. Jake Newman won. Ben Worth won. Uh, sorry if I missed you. I don't care. What's your hat shake?
2: Oh, are you waiting on me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was going to give mine to Corey Day, um, who is driving oh, yeah. for Clawson uh, Marshall Racing during Midget Week, um, but had two fast times at Lawrenceburg and, um, and one other one, too, I think, at whatever Bloomington, I think. Yeah, Bloomington and Lawrenceburg, and then had a sixth place finish, too. So, uh, California kid, young kid. He's 15 or 16. Um, his dad, Ronnie day was a, uh, CRA, uh, you know, California sprint car, badass, you know, back in the day. Um, so second generation, you know, talent, um, but just kind of, you know, came over for midget week and, and sort of burst on the scene and, and has had a good week so far. So, um, I'll give mine to him, especially at Lawrenceburg. I mean, that place is, is daunting enough for somebody who's, you know, raced, uh midgets and you know race that track for several years it's sketchy in a midget so to come out here for the first time and and just rip around there and set quick time was uh was impressive so i'll give mine to him
1: good one that's a really good one congratulations to uh some of the speed he's had so far and hopefully i mean would it be a shock to see him win uh this next half here
2: i mean at this rate i mean i i think it'd be a surprise but he's shown speed so i don't know that it would it's that far-fetched qualifying and racing two different things though just ask me
1: yeah, I just ask you, um, Ethan Mitchell's tremendous. He's never won a um, USAC National Midget race and tremendous qualifier with that Honda. They get some quick times all the time. Um, but Ethan Mitchell's a good race car driver too, and so are you. So quit uh, quit. And I, I, by the way, I forgot and I apologize. Last week I should have gave you a handshake uh, for your micro run. You finished second, right? But who, who'd you finish behind? Who won that race? Uh, Neil Allison, local kid. Yeah, I had no idea who that is. I saw Buddy Kofoid was in the race, and you beat him. So, yeah, all that matters. Buddy finished third. What was it, like twelfth to second or something stupid? Fifteenth to second.
2: Fifteenth to second.
1: So um, yeah, so so how do we get a hat shake or a, or a loud pedal logo on that car? How much do we got to pay Briscoe?
2: You have to ask the car owner.
1: I'll text him today. Here in a second. Um, so the farts have chimed in, and, and, and I'm going to do this every week now if you want to check on our Twitter account. What was the most impressive thing you saw this weekend at our racetrack? Hashtag hashtag will be the tweet every week. Um, Kyle Cummins, the sweep of Hobstadt Someone said that was CJ Maccabee Midgets at Lawrenceburg. Best racing I've seen, in my opinion. Heat races through the feature. Second would uh, be the battle between Kofoid and Wyndham at Bloomington. Wyndham, uh, of course, has now taken over the, the points lead in the midget week uh, standings. That continues this week on Flow. Dylan Hyatt. That was his uh, tweet. I think uh, Nate and Baden Stewart would have to agree with me and say the compact touring series at Salem was highly impressive. That was from Kyle May. Compact touring series. Can we get Dylan a ride? That is the next question we have. Buddy (laughs) Kofoid at Lawrenceburg tapping bumpers at full speed. Kofoid has been impressive this week. Sunshine avoiding a spinning Cap Henry during his heat race last night at Angel Park. It was closer than it looked on flow, someone said. Kyle Loomis. Larson backed up his World of Outlaws win in something called a NASCAR.
2: Yeah. We- <laughs> <laughs> on some track where they turn right.
1: <laughs> Jamin, Okay on Twitter. I agree with you on that. I mean, you know, blew the corner at Daytona should have probably had two road course wins at this point but let's see they'll win at daytona uh but no i mean i've already told you i put money on him to win the championship at the beginning of the year so i'm pretty happy right now uh however i'm pretty still pissed at my wife because on the way to camping last week we didn't go to the casino when he was plus 750 and uh cash in on you know uh a dog bed or you know something something expensive that we'll probably buy this week uh, let's see what else. Stomp and steer, getting a dub. Congratulations, Scotty. We already mentioned that. Uh, let's see. First time 410 winner, Aaron Bollinger. Congratulations, Aaron Bollinger for winning a sprint car 410 race. The 30 lap USAC midget feature at Hobstot on Sunday. Tremendous D Welch. Uh, we talked about Indiana Sprint Week and I invited you. You said you're going to lead before Hobstot. Why is that?
2: <laughs> well, I got a long drive home, you know? So gotta be home for Sunday church Raz,
1: Raz Barlow says the crowds have been tremendous and I completely agree with that Paragon International was jammed elbow to assholes uh at Paragon International stacking them deep selling them cheap uh as they would say on Ray Skillman's lot and then, was it Ray Skillman or who, yes I'm impressed I'm impressed you remember that is it Skillman yeah Ray Skillman <laughs> stacking them deep selling them cheap Yo, I'm cheating the only reason I know that, Welch is because I actually went to his museum that he has, his car collection, and shot video there. Oh, yeah? And you need to go. It's tremendous. I'm All sure the generations of like Indy cars in there.
2: He's, he's got 95 dealerships or something.
1: So I'm buddies with Ray Skillman now. I, I got his cell phone number. Stacking them deep, selling him cheap, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Crowds have been tremendous. Paragon International, unfortunately, had a fan who stole some T-shirts. I don't know if we ever got them delivered back. Uh, i don't know who's who it was but it was brad Dickerson was talking about on the broadcast how, what kind of piece of f- scum steals t-shirts from someone
2: the same idiots that steal banners off the fences at the end of the nights like you know i hope i hope life. you're
1: n- i hope you're not a loud pedal um subscriber on itunes or i hope you're not a you know a flow subscriber watching us on flow well i don't know if i should say that but I mean we, we, we appreciate your money of course if you're subscribing to flow but if you're stealing t-shirts and you're subscribing to flow you're a piece of <laughs> shit. you are literally a piece of <laughs> paragon international treat them better than that i agree and that is our Sun Dollar restoration hat shakes of the week <laughs> brought to you by Sun Dollar restoration thank you to jason and Kim for supporting everything they do in racing bill balog he's next d welch you ready to talk to him Let's do it. The North pole nightmare. My favorite nickname. One of my favorite nicknames. I, I think, I think everyone has a favorite nickname. hundred percent. The North pole nightmare. Bill Baylock is next. Our presenting sponsor of the loud pedal podcast. It's quick fits and quickbits.com It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 national parts and accessories from the brands you demand truck jeep i'm getting ready to get me a jeep so i'm excited about that uh, jeep auto a and atv with fast free shipping to your door use promo code flow sports at checkout for additional savings that's quit pits I Promise you, Bill Baylog on the Loud Pedal Podcast. He is a two-time Flow Racing All-Star winner. Both of those coming in his home state of Wisconsin this past week. First off, Bill, congratulations on the win. We were just talking about. There's not much time to really celebrate when you got to get back to working on race cars ahead of a big week, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. the The excitement's all gone now, and we're back to work and. Uh... Yeah, there's a lot to do and the kids are off school, so they're here bouncing around and um, yeah, I'm waiting for one of them to start screaming with a broken arm or something. So yeah, it should be interesting uh, time here. Uh,
2: I know obviously, I mean, we don't have to go into your accomplishments because we'd be here all day, but uh, that all-star win uh, to not only get that and, and do it in front of your, you know, your home crowd, um, was that like a, a relief to kind of finally get that done or how did, how did you kind of view that?
0: Yeah, definitely a relief. Um, I was glad when it was over, I can tell you that probably more than any other race, you know, it was, a uh, you know, it was just thick traffic and it was like, just throw the checkered flag and let's get this over with. And I just kind of assumed like always that someone is right there ready to pass you. So yeah, it was neat. It was a neat night. Um, you know, the crowd was, You know unbelievable so it was pretty cool
1: you kicked their ass um and i I think i put in the chat i think i put in the chat you know because we have like a little chat deal that we talk throughout the entire weekend on flow um like they needed to get those late model sticks out there you know those sticks that they have and be like look you know like you literally had a half a track you had like a six second lead and you and you almost wrecked in traffic a couple times
0: Yeah. I probably wouldn't look at those sticks anyways. I'm not that smart. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it was the thing, the car was working great. And I know there was a couple little close calls, but it wasn't, I wasn't too nervous about that. Um, you know, there was maybe one where it was kind of, kind of close, but yeah, it was just racing like, like normal, but, um, it, you know, Try to minimize the mistakes and just get the thing over with. Yeah, it was a relief when it was over.
2: How much does just having laps, and you, and you got a lot of laps at both those tracks from this, you know, this weekend? But how much does having laps there and kind of understanding, you know, how to navigate the racetrack help you in in instances like that?
0: Yeah, so you should have an advantage. I mean, I probably I don't know how many times I've been to Plymouth or or Wilmot or some of these other places, but um, you should have a good advantage. But You know, also, you know, the last time the All-Stars were there, I got my butt kicked, you know, so it doesn't always that theory doesn't always work, but it does help you, um, you know, and and they need to come there so you can gauge where you're at with things and see if you're any good or not. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, everyone's kind of in the same boat, but we definitely had more laps and had some kind of advantage. So that was uh, I had that kind of in my back pocket.
1: But you've been real good um, at other tracks that you don't have a lot of laps at this year. I mean, everywhere you've gone, you've been really fast. Attica, Fremont, you know, some of the shorter tracks that are pretty tough in Ohio, you've been good at. And some of the other tracks, you know, Indianapolis, um, you've, been, you've been good everywhere. So I guess my question is, and you, and you mentioned it's relief, um, you have a Wisconsin outlaw win, which is arguably harder to get um than than an all-star win but it's it's just that all-star win was looming in your head uh but at the same time you're also a full-time all-star so was it more protecting the turf or was it more we just got to get this done so we can stop talking about it
0: yeah you know honestly I don't have that many all-star starts you know I um have spent just a lot of time here you know in Wisconsin So. I didn't feel like I had to do it that day, you know. It was just, you know, you want to win the race. Um, so that was, um, I think the pressure was maybe from a little different angle, but um, yeah, it was just great. You know, um, in the the Outlaw thing, the same. it was kind of the same thing. And, and I, I don't know which one was harder, honestly. The All-Stars are super tough right now, and there's, um, you know, young guys that are just really good right now. So, um, and, and old guys too, you know, so it was, a. Uh, it, it's just, it's tough. It's tough anyway, you slice it, you know, they, they all want to get their wins too and, and get them racked up. So, but, um, our car was, like I said, it was just so good that, um, you know, the only way I was going to lose that thing, I guess, is, is probably, you know, wreck the car.
2: Wins aside, um, you know, from this weekend, you know, with, with you chasing all-star points for the first time. I mean, obviously you've changed, chased points before with, with IRA and everything, but, um, you know, kind of big picture, like where would you, like at this point of the year, kind of evaluate where you guys are at, you know, as a team and everything, um, you know, at this point in the year?
0: Um, I I think even before the weekend, maybe, you know, even last week we just had lots of confidence just really. Um, and maybe it's not all warranted, but there's speed there. I know what to do most of the time, I think. Um, and, and, um, I've been working with Joe Taylor on the car and Dennis Gregg and Austin, and I think we've got something good going. So I probably had a little bit more confidence than even I should have had, but, um, but that's not a bad problem, you know? So, um, I'm feeling good about the year. I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing the same thing, and you know, um, we got another Maxim on the way. Should have it this week, and and hopefully another engine here at some point, which is going to relieve some of the stress that is going on with um, with just equipment and stuff. Just because we don't have too much. the The car that I've been running, um, it's awesome. Maxim and it kind of got beat up here the last few nights, you know, not not in Wisconsin, but before that, you know, had some accidents and kind of knocked it around a little bit, but um, seems to be handling fine. So, but yeah, I think overall, um, you know, confidence is a big thing. And, and if we can keep things rolling and just keep the finishes, you know, and the DNFs to a minimum, uh, be clean and smooth, uh, I think we'll be able to finish out the year, you know, just fine.
1: I agree. There should be some confidence there. Um, you're, you're a full-time race car driver. Now, of course, you know, lots of championships with the IRA and then now trying to get an all-star championship. What was your trade before? What, what did you do as a full-time living? And then now are you kind of like the head crew chief decision-maker on the car or, or who are those, some of those guys that you work with?
0: Um, truck mechanic. So I've been a truck mechanic my whole life. Um, I think 2015 was my last year when we ran the NSL tour. I kind of decided at that point, um, you know, just make the change. I had, uh, you know, little kids. It was just honestly, I I mean, I I wasn't doing really well enough to stay there. You know, I was working kind of part-time and racing, you know, pretty much full-time anyways. So, um, didn't hurt my feelings too bad to leave. Um, although I did love my boss, God, he was a great guy, but anyways, uh, yeah, what was the rest of the question? Sorry. No, so like
1: the guys you're working with, so have you taken oh, that yeah. mechanical background and, and, and are you the lead decision maker on the car now?
0: So right now, Joe Taylor and I have been working together, and I guess I would call him the crew chief. Um, and before that, yeah, I mean, I just, just having that mechanical background, I did all the work and, you know... um I mean, not all the work. I've always had a crew, but decision-making, you know, I know what I want with the car. I know what I want with the tire pressures. I know what I want the engine to feel like and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been going good here lately with some definitely an extra set of hands and eyes, you know, on the car with Joe.
2: So it's interesting. It's always interesting to me. And that's a good question, Tyler. It's always interesting to me to know what guys did or do, you know, to kind of supplement racing income. But, So like that decision to just commit to being a full-time racer, like with, with a family and everything that you have, like what is the pressure of that decision? Like, or what's, what goes into a guy's mindset when he commits to just being a full-time race car driver?
0: Um, well, I think everybody's different, but my, um, my personal outlook on it was I probably should have done it a little bit sooner. Um, that would have been, I don't know if that'd be smarter or dumber, but I, 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 probably just should have done it a little bit sooner. Um, I think it would have helped me, you know, a little bit more, maybe, maybe I could have been running, uh, you know, the higher levels of racing, you know, at an earlier age, but, um, yeah, it's definitely not, I wouldn't recommend anybody just go quit their job and be a race car driver because it's probably <laughs> not the smartest thing to do.
1: <laughs> I admire guys that do it, uh, especially like Brady Bacon, who has – it's it's all family racing, right? Um, they do it all together. Yeah. CC Anna sells the t-shirts. Um, you know, the business is kind of both of them together, but Brady, you know, makes the dough on the racetrack, and that's kind of the, the, the deal that you guys have. Um, I guess, do you have to build, like, some kind of, like, buffer or, you know, success, some line of success before you can do that, though?
0: Yeah, I mean – like I said, it's probably not the smartest thing to do, but, um, there's, you know, like, like you said with, with Brady and there's a whole bunch of them, you know, the, one of the teams that really stood out to me years ago was, um, you know, shark racing and the way they, um, they just put the cars in the trailer and took off and hit the road, you know, and I think that was inspiring to a lot of maybe the lower budget teams like we have, you know, um, and, and now they they seem to have a lot of support and they're doing fine and they could, you know, they, they probably have enough equipment to do all this kind of stuff they want to do and make some money. So, um, yeah, I uh, I didn't have, uh, you know, I don't have a rich family or anything like that. Just a uh, normal working class, you know, family. And um, but, you know, you can make it work.
1: Well,
2: and and it kind of so kind of along that same line of thought. I mean, you've raced you know IRA and NSL and everything you know around home for a while. So
0: why now? What
2: with the All Stars? I mean, what why was the timing right for you to do it now?
0: Um, a lot of it had to do with sponsorship. You know, with Anderson's Pure Maple Syrup, um, a friend of mine Mike. You know, really helped me out a lot with some of the sponsorship stuff. I think um, Wayne. Wayne Carini, CK contractors, you know, Marty Howard, Wise Cup siding. I think they wanted to see, you know, see a new challenge, you know, and I think all of Wisconsin, you know, in the, in the, I kind of like to represent Wisconsin and Alaska and they probably wanted to see a little something different too, you know, just like, you know, maybe I should have done that a, a little bit, you know, a few years ago, but, um, yeah. The timing is just the timing. And, uh, you know, my cousin Ryan Deucer has always been a huge supporter of mine. You know, that's kind of where the B squared motorsports thing came from. And, um, you know, I, I, I love racing with the IRA, but um, it was just kind of time to do something different.
1: Yeah. And, and the IRA is, is definitely, well, even though it's on flow and it is a national series, um, it is somewhat regional compared to flow, um, in the, in the flow racing all-stars. I mean, I, I like to look at it right now. Uh, the, the the world of Outlaws late models and the Lucas Oil late model series are a one and a one a, and 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 the All Stars and the Outlaws right now. I mean, we saw Justin Peck running. You know, Hunter Schoenberg runs with the Outlaws. Uh, even Cole Maccito went in from Ohio at Lawrenceburg and had some success with the Outlaws. Right now, it's as close as ever. The All Stars and the World of Outlaws are as close as ever. Do you agree with that?
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. There's a there's a whole bunch of them that are you know just going for it and um, and it's pretty intense and you can you know you can feel it when you're when you're there it's it's a very uh i would say it's similar um and if you i think if you just even look at times you know when the when the two series you know mix together the drivers mix together you know there isn't uh it's not like the the outlaws are all in the first 10 spots you know what i mean it could kind of almost be the other way around sometimes so yeah a lot of a lot of good equipment out there and a lot of good drivers in both series
1: and the money's as good as it's ever been with the All-Stars. Yeah. Uh, speaking from someone who grew up in Ohio, forty-two grand for the first uh, seven races of Ohio Sprint Week. And then $17,500 $17, um, for the final night. That's, I can't do the math, but it's a lot of money. That's somewhere around $60,000, $70,000 to win uh, over eight days of racing uh, during Ohio Sprint Week let alone the two that you already won, my man. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch you in Ohio Sprint Week. Are you good at Ohio tracks? I mean, they get real dry slick. They like to keep them dry slick for the locals, but uh, I mean, you're good at dry slick tracks, right?
0: Um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> I, I feel like right now, yeah, we're going to be good. Um, I don't think I've been to probably half of the tracks that we're going to, so there's going to be It'll be a little bit tough but yeah the we're getting better on the slick slick racetrack so i feel good going into this week um i didn't know there, there was that much money to win i just um i'm just loading the trailer and getting the car ready and we're gonna go try to finish you know?
1: <laughs> so when you so when you win that final night at portsmouth and they tell you you won seventeen thousand five hundred dollars, <laughs> you're like no more golden corral we're going we're going to the steakhouse down the street yes
0: yep out back
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. It's so good to talk to you. I can't wait to watch you uh, race this week. I don't have a sprint week. It's been fun to watch you, especially in Wisconsin. Congratulations on the success, and we'll see you soon.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys for having me.
2: Thanks, Bill.